is my get crunk song, you know. Well, you crunk then. Still doing praise <laughs> and worship because I'm telling God I'm lost without you. So let me let me say that. Let me say that. Amen. All right, I see you lit. Let's go and get started then. <laughs> yes. So I have only one person on here who knows you, and that's your amazing husband. So go ahead and introduce yourself to these um, wonderful women on the live. Tell them a little bit about you, what you got going on, what you do for a living. Just introduce yourself as only CC can. Well, that wasn't Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good evening, good evening, everyone. How are y'all doing? What's up? I am CC Silliman Williams. Um, I am a hairstylist by trade. Thank God. Uh, God has blessed me to be an author. I am yes. a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, uh, is. A prophetic voice. I know that God is raising up in this season. Um, and a, a, a wife, a new wife. Yes! <laughs> And the mother of three amazing, I have two biological and one bonus child and an aunt to an amazing nephew, uh, to say the least. So that is a little bit about me. Did I miss anything? I think I, I think I hit everything. Vicky hit everything. She said, she said life insurance. <laughs> That's me. Good evening, everyone. How are you guys doing? Hey, man, thank you so much, CC, for coming on, even accepting this assignment and just talking to us about forgiveness. We know this is really, I'm not going to say a sore subject, but it's a packed topic, especially for times such as this and such as now. Absolutely. So I just appreciate you saying yes and ready just to give us all that God gave you, and we ready for it. We ready for it. So you um you said you were an author, so I want you to talk about that with them. Uh, let them know what you've authored, where they can find it. Um, if you you know want to, what inspired the book? I mean, besides the Holy Ghost, what inspired the book? And yeah, talk to us about the book. Okay, so I'll put you know shameless plug. Now. I'll put <laughs> the book up. Title of the book is called "Broken, Bitter, Better." On the road to greater again broken bitter better on the road to greater it can currently be purchased on amazon um you can get the you can actually get a physical paperback copy uh or you can do the kindle version you know if you're one of the ones that got to keep it digital that's great um you could also purchase it directly for me um <clears throat> so i was i was able to put that book out it's now been three three years mm -hmm. uh, has allowed me to author my first book a little slow fall the second one that's coming so stay tuned because it's coming yeah and what what drove me to write the book was life my life mm -hmm. my life uh god put me in a stance for a period of about 2016 to 2017 where he really began to deal with me about me and my issues i found myself and look let me tell y'all this if I, I am very transparent about my journey I do not sugarcoat. I do not um, play for 10. Um, I'm very real. Can nobody tell their story better than me? It is nothing. That's right. Like I said, you know, yeah, I, I, I said it. So you can say you got it directly from the horse's mouth. <laughs> I was sitting in the middle of, of a third failed marriage in my 30s and looking at, girl, what is wrong with you? And having a whole moment with God. I'm in my house. At this point, I found myself, my um, then spouse had left, uh, left me in financial ruin. I had nothing I'm facing. I actually, was actually going through bankruptcy. Um, 
couldn't even file for the divorce. Hey, Carrington, I see my brother just came on. Yeah. Didn't even file for the divorce because I was in the middle of bankruptcy. Um, walked away from that marriage. I walked into the marriage with everything, a thriving business, vehicles, my kids. We had established a very good life that God had allowed us to establish. And in the midst of doing that, my husband coming to adjust my camera. Thank you. Am I cut off? <laughs> okay. Um, um, in, the midst of, in the midst of all that going on, Taked out, marriage ended, um, you know, infidelity, abandoned, left, walked away from that marriage with nothing that I walked into it with. Let me say that. And just in my feelings with God in my in my in my house on the couch crying about what was going on. And and I crying out to God. I was angry, like, you know, what what is going on? I don't understand. Why this is this happening? Why is that happening? Why don't my business look like this? Why is this going on? Why are my children acting this way? I, I start to ask God the why questions. And here's mm -hmm. the thing I want to say. If you begin to ask God the why questions, you better be ready for the answer that follows the mm -hmm. why questions. Maybe I'm prepared for what he's going to say. Me knowing God to be a benevolent God, I expected <laughs> a benevolent answer. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I did not get a benevolent answer. It was very difficult to hear what he said at the time. He said, you are broken, you are bitter, and you are just plain old stuck. Wow. Oh, God. This man just walked out on me. I mean, how you going to do it? No, 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 no. And I mean, he was radio silenced after that. Yeah. And God began to deal with me about me. Because here you are, 30-something. You've been married three times. Girl, what's wrong with you? Because the, the issue is... The partners have changed. You're the constant. So what's going on? You keep attracting yeah. the same thing. And you can't, the easy thing to do is to always lay it on the other individual. Right. Say it's them. It's not me. I'm the good one. I'm the victim of all of this. No, that's not the case. Uh, the right. I just had to really own God was like, he walked me back through some areas in my childhood um, and began to bring me all the way back to bring me all the way up to where I was currently. Uh, because he needed to understand a pattern had, had emerged that I was unaware of. And I was making choices and moving and making decisions without God avoiding certain things because of circumstances and situations that I found myself uh, in. Things I dealt with when I was a child. Uh, dealing yeah. with daddy issues, dealing with having young teenage parents. I love my mother. She's a mother. Um, but just a lot of, lot of different issues that were festering. Right. Showing up in different areas of my life. And one of them being unforgiveness. So let me say that. Yeah. What better topic to talk about? <laughs> Come on. I'm saying you're bitter because that bitterness came from somewhere. That's what exact. Yes, ma'am. That bitterness came from somewhere. So that's how we got to, to the book. And the book yeah. just really journals God revealing my issues to me. Yeah. It's about me recognizing it. I don't I didn't write the book as if I was on the other side of all of this and oh, I just got it all together and I'm just all the way whole and I'm great. No, I'm writing the book as a as a way of discovering and understanding what God was showing me. And now in order to be on the road to greater, I had to recognize and own some stuff and let some stuff go. You know what I mean? In order to yeah. move forward. And being on the road to greater, you know some of my journey. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we've had some tragedies, we've had some things go on that I was unprepared for, but at the end of the day, to God be the glory, because we're still here, and yet he has still been God in the midst of it all. So let me say that. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. That's so good. Girl, man, you just set us up for this whole talk. That was good, because, you know, we talked about the book, but I never knew the backside of the writing of it. You know, and that's so good because you said I was the constant and, and you're right. Cause I've been like, you know, 
I'm good. It's them. Well, no, because you the you the common denominator, so it can't it be all them fifteen. Now you have to reflect. You have to do the work, and you don't want to do the work because you ain't gonna like what I show you. You're right. That's why it's easy to blame. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to blame him. Is it is him God? It's her. It's all it's, it's everybody else. It's it, it ain't me. It's sister, it's brother, it's everybody else, but it's not me. I am the innocent party in all of this. And God be looking at you like, no, you can't. Mm -mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're not. Now when you're ready, we can do this we together. <laughs> um, and to be honest, I was really ready. Yeah. I was because I was yeah. They yes. you know, I'm just because here's the thing, we, we read the word. And I'm a person, I grew up in the church, and I grew up in the church, but still instilled, my grandmother instilled relationship with Christ all the way. Mm -hmm. And I avoided that because I knew that meant accountability. I knew it meant a whole It's like, I want to deal, I want to live my life. God, you say whatever, I'm going to stay over here. It's going to be, mm -hmm. circumstances cause things to be vastly different. And yeah. um, you, you, I wanted to be different. I wanted, I wanted better for me. I don't want to yeah. be back here again. I don't want to yes. take a big L. I am sitting with bankruptcy. There is nothing else left. I have nothing left. All I have is my children and my craft. Now, I tell people in the book, if you read the book, I walked away from a marriage. Well, I walked into a marriage with everything, walked away with the KitchenAid stand. Uh, it's red. It's sitting over here in the corner. I still got it. <laughs> a Ninja Blender, a flat screen TV, and my kids' clothes. God told me whatever bankruptcy did not take, give the rest to the, to the ex-husband. What? You want me to do what? Wow. I said, get, get, get rid of it. Take nothing. And he said, trust me that I'm going to restore it all. Now, I can get to that in a minute, but that's a whole nother. We, we'll, we'll yes. Time and I'm going to leave it at that. I, I don't want to jump ahead of your notes. So, look, I'm trying to. I'm that is so good. So, let's go into these questions because you said a whole lot. And, and I know that in that, it's a, it's a lot. So, can we wholeheartedly function? while holding unforgiveness in our heart no i just it, it, bam that's no that's a flat no we mm -hmm. you will have successes mm -hmm. let me say this you will have some successes but you will never hold functionally be who god has purposed you to be holding on to all those things and operating in unforgiveness number one because it's a sin we know that we are right. big sins but holding on to unforgiveness it places sin uh, we, we're, we're operating in, in an area of sin. And, and the Bible speaks very clearly. He gives, the Lord gives, they give several scriptures uh, that relate to unforgiveness. Um, you can't function wholeheartedly because with unforgiveness, unforgiveness is the seed to bitterness. Yep. It is a seed. And if left, if, if left alone and watered Oof. and given sunlight, it will yield, I said, it will yield a very bountiful, it's not a good harvest, but it will right. harvest. It will grow a full tree and yield fruit in your life. And you will look and people will be able to see your tree before they ever fully recognize you. They're going to be, oh my God. Oh, wow, she's bitter. Oh, she's yeah. She's hurt. Your wound showed up. Oh, you did. I'm going to wait on it. That, that's so real. That is so real. Man. And that, I mean, be honest, that was me. All me and my, and no matter how much I can put a smile on it and make it look good, me mm -hmm. and my showed up every time in the room. All of my baggage and my tree was in 
the was was showed up you could just look at it and see it if especially mm -hmm. if a person was inclined enough to get past the smile because a lot of times we smile and we really don't know what's behind that smile and a lot of people are dealing with a lot of bitterness a lot of hurt a lot of wounds a lot of anger a lot of unforgiveness and it is bearing big fruit it, it impedes mm -hmm. them to fully be successful i had made some successes but i wasn't being everything that god yeah I, I could get somewhere on a platform and i talk again i talk about it in the book and all of a sudden all my issues become flooding into the room just like it just like you had friends that came to you they just showed up you got a whole entourage <laughs> <laughs> you know people looking at you like okay what's going on with her and you're looking like well what is it that oh they hating it like i mean no baby yo all your junk showed up before you got here we saw mm -hmm. it come in the room with you when you gonna mm -hmm. deal with all that when you gonna yeah you don't need that entourage mm. that is so good man your issue ooh, ooh, wait it reminds me of that story in the bible where jesus looked at that tree and from afar it looked like it had fruit but it was nothing but figs remember that and he Did cursed curse that tree, tree. Cursed Did that tree. Curse it? he cursed that tree i didn't want to be the tree i didn't want to be the tree. That, yeah I didn't want to get cut down and put in the fire. Like, Lord, no, don't cry. Now, when you've given me an opportunity to give all this stuff to you so I can take on more, I can give my stuff to you so I can take on Jesus more of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. So, how do I forgive someone I don't really care for? Like, I don't hate them. Like, I don't rock with them like that. How can I forgive somebody I don't really rock with like that? I think so. I kind of looked at that question a little a twofold. It's easier to forgive somebody you really don't work with. Can I tell you why? Because you ain't got to do why? So <laughs> it really ain't a whole touch. It's difficult to really forgive somebody that is connected to you very deeply. You understand? Deeply. And like, yeah. It'd be my blood kinship, relationship, somebody that you trusted that was in a role or position of trust. That's a whole different level of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. But when you really don't rock with somebody, to me, it's easier to say, you know what, I'm going to let that pass and go and I'm going to move on and I'm going to be good with it. But to me, the more difficult stance is when there's somebody that you, that you like are really connected to. Yeah. So then talk about that. How do we forgive that? You know, especially when it's someone who knows I'm glad you said that. But there's someone who knows our vulnerability, someone who knows our areas of hurt, someone who knows those things that we still may be struggling with, yet still allow themselves to be in a position to hurt us in that matter. How do we forgive that? Because you knew, and to me, you chose to do it anyway. So how do I forgive you for that? So um, we are taught, you know, of course, to just let it go. And, you know, for, for me, I, I'm always literal God. Like, God, I don't understand what that process looks like. What you mean by let it go? <laughs> right. So just, do I just, I mean, is it like a balloon? Do I release it? You know, do mm -hmm. I write a letter? I mean, I'm, I, I don't really know what that process looks like. But for lack of just a better word, it to sound extremely cliche. It's going to be some stuff you're going to have to let go of. You gotta be okay with not some. You have to be able to be be okay with letting go and letting letting that off the hook. You're gonna have to forgive and let go. And here's the, here's the thing. Um, and I'm probably gonna jump to your to your next question. Oh, go ahead. I remember some years back we because we attended the same church, um, mm -hmm. and I remember Pastor Batson talking about the steps to forgiveness, and he was talking, mm -hmm. and I was and at the little bit announced to everybody, I'm in the middle of hell at the time. Let me say that. Yeah. But he talked about forgiveness is not predicated on somebody asking you to forgive, to accepting ownership. 
Forgive when God mandates us to forgive. If the Bible speaks and mandates that we are to forgive, just as Christ forgave us. In fact, if we are at the altar, if we're at the place where we're we're about to offer our prayers or offer supplication up to God, and we have all in our heart with somebody, we are to get up from where we are, go settle the alt, and then come back to the altar because it impedes God our ability. It impedes God's ability to fully hear our prayer why because now we're right seeing you understand you understand what i'm saying right. so um he began to say you know we we are mandated to forgive but that wasn't it wasn't conditional and i we go and read the word the word doesn't say you can forgive as long as they ask for forgiveness no some people mm-hmm. will never take ownership for what they do some right never come and take ownership and say i was wrong i'm sorry i wronged you i i misused you i talked to you wrong or i i i miss uh, uh, misappropriated our relationship I, I, sh- I shared too much of your business I touched you inappropriately because some some forgiveness goes back to being trespassed on yes, in a way that, that's real deep that's a hard let go I can you know, yeah. you I was you know what I'm saying I was molested I was raped there's a whole different thing and there are steps to that there is a season of steps to really forgiving so you can be fully healed but it's not predicated on forgiveness because in order for that to and not predicated on it's not predicated on somebody asking you will you yeah you have to do it regardless we're in as christians we are we are tasked with forgiving in spite of it is not conditional based on whether someone asks or not forgive them that's good so like forgiveness and love like hand in hand like love can't be conditional forgiveness ain't either not it was that's it was not it was if you never read anywhere in the bible saying love thy neighbor as long as <laughs> any other disclosures to that like it's just it's period you know like this yeah period is period it doesn't matter yeah. what circumstances are and you looking at god like i mean do you realize what you're asking me god you asking me to to just to just let it go and i think we and here's the thing i know we think that by letting it go that means they got off the hook they get away right. with it. And that's not the case. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. I have now released my hands off of it. So I don't act and put myself in the realm of sin to be vengeful, to be right. uh, uh, spiteful, uh, to go yes. and allow bitterness to, to go inward and become angry and become self-destructive inwardly, uh, so on, and get start getting in all these self-destructive behaviors. Because the, the long-term thing, it really, really impedes us. Let me, let me. Yes. It's really not about, and I heard it, we heard it in the Tyler Perry movie, and I know Tyler Perry movies are silly, but there was a truth in that line. Yeah. Not about you. This is about you. It's holding you. You are stuck. You are stuck at that place of infraction, and you're allowing that person, that situation, and that circumstance to have so much power over you in your life. Mm -hmm. It keeps producing fruit and seed. You're just going to let it keep, keep having free range in your life like that or are you going to check it and put it up out your life you know what i'm gonna forgive and i'm gonna be through with it and trust god enough to know that we serve a just and faithful god that settles it all he does yes yes i love it you said unforgiveness is self-destruct it is i'm gonna make that a meme for you i'm not playing because we we have to understand that that's exactly what it is unforgiveness is self-destruct self-destruct it, it is. And when you look at it like that and have that type of um, pers- perspective, it's going to change the way, you know what? 
they not getting off the hook, but I'm I, I'm choosing to not dwell. On, I'm choosing, like you said, not to allow it to have any more power over my emotions, over my thoughts, or how I even see uh, them or other people or people they rock with. It's giving me the opportunity to be free of all of this, so therefore I can grow in my identity and get to the full potential of who God called me to be. That is good. Unforgiveness is self-destruct. I like that. It is. That's perspective, man. Because it makes you look at yourself differently. It makes you look, okay, because here I am, hurt, mad, upset, whatever. And some of this stuff that has been done to me, I know I didn't do way worse to God. And this man just forgave me easy. Now, I understand that he God, he perfect. I understand all that. But who am I to withhold something that has been so freely given to me when I ain't even repented and he forgave me. Let's just go and be real. And he loves you in spite of. We, he loves in spite of. In spite of. And he doesn't hold it against me. He said he separates it as far as it. Do we know how far the east from the west is? That's like two totally different sides of the earth. You know what I mean? Oh, girl. Unforgiveness is self-destructive. I love it. It's self-destructive. It is. I love it. I love it. It is, and it is not. It is not a process of just oh, okay. I'm good with it. It is. Mm -mm. It is a process to really addressing and being truthful. I think a lot of times we deny our feelings about yes experience to be act like to be act like the bigger person. Oh, I'm good. No, you're not. You mad. You are mad. You and you rightfully should be. You you right, rightfully should feel like you feel. And there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. But you gotta be able to. On where you're at and how you're feeling, and then being able to say, "Okay, but I want to move past this." One of the greatest things I'm faced with right now, my brother's on here, and my husband's watching, and I'm just gonna be very transparent because this is this is this, I am sitting in this right now. Mm -hmm. You know, we lost my sister in 2019. Yes, and immediately I am hit with the task. God said, "But I need you to forgive him." What? Yeah, man. We're talking about a life. God, she ain't coming back. I don't get it. And I'm not trying to go dark, but I have to stay here for a reason. Right. And God was like, mm, but I still need you to forgive him. So forgiveness for me, I'm like, okay, I, I don't really know what that looks like. I don't really understand yeah. that part. God, I need you to walk me through these steps. Yeah. I need you to help me understand what that looks like for me. And a lot of it goes back to because I need God to be just in this, cir in this circumstance because I have an mm -hmm. entire family that is, is trusting God to be just. Mm -hmm. But if I continue, I'm talking about me. I'm not, I'm not on my brother. I can't speak where he is in his journey. I'm talking about for me. It is because it will fester on the inside of me. And before I'm, I'm angry and I am consumed. And I don't want to give that person that much power. My sister's life is so much more than the moment that she left her. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yes. I have to forgive because I want to move past. I don't want to be stuck at the point of her death. I don't want to be stuck at the point of her loss. I don't want to be stuck to give that person any more power that he's already taken from yeah. our family. So I, I'm, let me say, I'm. this is as transparent as I can be. This is beyond somebody lied on me, they stole my money. Those things are repairable, replaceable. Right. When we talk about life, there is an entire different process. There is a whole, you know, I'm looking at, and I'm, at first when God said it, I turned up in my bed and put my hands over. I know I don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna turn up. Yeah. I'm gonna put yeah. over on. Real. But I'm gonna tell you how God began to work. People will call me that that didn't fully have a relationship with Christ like I did, but they had followed and they knew me and they said, I know you, I know you love the Lord, but you're going to have to forgive 
because I don't want you to be stuck there. Not that, oh, we're just going to be friends and me and this guy. Goes, no, but I need you to let release it so that God can move and he can work on your behalf and your family's behalf. And that's that's why I'm going to leave that because I don't want to get too emotional on it. But that is what, I, what, what, what I'm sitting in right now as it relates to forgiveness. And this man may not ever pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm sorry. I may not ever get my day to say anything to him. So I have to let, I have to, in a sense, just trust God that God is just and he's fair and he's a faithful God that he, he, he writes wrongs. You understand? What yes, he does. And that, yes. That's a, that's a task. And I, and I have to, I always ask God, why I got to be the bigger person? Oh yeah. I don't want to be a person. <laughs> right. I don't. That's real talk. I don't. That's Real. I'm honest. I am very honest. I don't want to be the person. I, I want to hold on to it. But the reality yeah. is, but I don't want to be stuck either. Yeah. Man, that's good. Because when you're stuck, that means you're not moving at all. Right. <laughs> you're, not, you're, you're not moving at all. So, because you did, you went into that next question. So my question is, I think my next question is, this is like the hardest thing out of forgiveness. This has been the hardest for me. How do I forgive myself? Mm. That has been hardest because you start, I knew better than that. Then you start relishing about the person you was before the incident. How did it get this way? Now I'm bashing myself for allowing this to happen. And now I can't. How do one forgive themselves? So that's the hardest. So let me, let me, okay. So let me unpack because it's like a lot to unpack real quick. That's all right. Take your time. Yeah, one of the hardest things for the forgiveness is, is, is towards self mom um as i said before in the beginning forgiveness requires an individual a person to own some things and to let some and let let stuff go one of the most difficult parts is to be able to look back and take ownership of some things now let me put a disclosure out here when i say ownership for those that have been molested that have been raped you were victimized. There is a whole different story. For those that have been in an abusive situation, you were victimized. This is that is a different process. So you know, I can see. I can't own. I didn't do anything. You're right. You're the innocent person in this. But to other circumstances, this forgiving self um, is gonna mean you're gonna have to own some stuff. Yeah, you're gonna have to own some things. You're gonna have to own some stuff. You're gonna have to let it go. And then, and especially when you've been wrong, you're like, okay, wait a minute, why am I, why am I taking ownership for something that person? I know, but you need to take ownership for it so that you can forgive, and so that you can, you can forgive your, you can forgive yourself and move, move forward. Because if not, you remain stuck. You don't develop the way we, that that God intended for us to develop, both mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, it causes us to become fragmented. So. The, the steps to forgiveness for self is really going to be able to take ownership, look back, recognize where you could have chose and operated differently, and then just mm -hmm. making a plan that I'm going to do better. That from here, yeah. it's better. I learned from that. I learned. Take it as lessons. Sometimes it's some costly lessons. <laughs> Any other way to say that? It's some costly lessons. Yes. Take ownership. I, I, I think the most difficult part for me in number one, you're 30 some years old and you've been married three times. Yeah, I gotta forgive myself. How did you get here? How do you write that you drug your children through three relationships? Oh, I'm finna just keep it 100. How do you own um, that that you have, um, <laughs> 
you have jumped from relationship to relationship and, and that's something that's going on with you. How do you take stock and ownership that you saw the writing on the walls before it happened? And you yes. I talked about it in the book. Uh, and you saw all the road signs, road closing, road in and about. Yep. Before you know it, you off a sheer cliff and you at the bottom and you and your family are in shambles. And now it's like, okay, and your kids looking at you like, you mama, we trusted you. How do we get to the bottom of the cliff? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you take yeah. yourself up like, I should have known better. I should have been better. I should have been this. It's my job to protect. It's my job to yep. children. It's my job to do this, 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 that, and the other. So it's easy to get caught off in that moment, especially when you're sitting at the bottom of the pit and you're down and everything is out. So it's, don't get caught there. Yeah. Look back. I had warning. I did not pay attention to the warning. I proceeded on. Now we are here. Now I got to get up from here. I take only yeah. that I should have paid, take, paid attention to the to the to the signs and the warning. But I can't stay here at the pit. I can't stay here with everything shambled to pieces. I have to get up and allow God to pull me up, like David said, out of the miry clay. And I have to allow him to set me back on a new place. And I got to leave all that behind. I take stock and ownership for my part. And I'm going to forgive me. And I'm going to forgive the people that were associated with that time and period. And guess what? We're going to keep moving forward. Yeah. That's good. Just hearing you talk, it sounds like unforgiveness is a place of being stuck. It is. That's exactly what it is. Whether it's myself or a situation or a parent or a relationship, whatever, it, it's stuck. It's man, it, it's it's saying, I remember what you did, I remember how you made me feel, and I just am choosing not to move forward. So therefore, I'm stuck. I'm just gonna sit here. Yeah, because that's already happened. I'm just reliving what has already happened you re-traumatize yourself over and over again mm -hmm. you're self-inflicting you're the cut mm -hmm. you, you know people that cut themselves they inflict pain because they want to feel something you're the cutter you, you're just inflicting the same pain over and over again i don't know if you're looking to feel something from it but baby let's get up and move past here because yeah there's so much more and greater going going forward and a lot of times we're so full of all the stuff that has gone on in our past, we are not in a position to receive anything further that God has for us because you, you, you so full, you full of all the stuff, you full of all the, God. you full of all the hurt and all the pain. And here's the reality: as we keep going through life, we're going to experience some more. Yes, because it's mm -hmm. it's it's just the way this this side of of heaven is structured. Now, when we get on the other side, that's different. And we talk, I talked about it on Clubhouse the other day. We talked about the journey. We talked about healing being a journey and not a destination. I'm, yes. And believe we don't fully reach our full state of healing until we, till God calls us home and we're in a place and we're, we're hauling a well. But as long as we're here on earth, we'll always be on a journey to healing. But if you are carrying all of these wounds and you just one big open scab and it's festering and you stinky and all this other stuff and you keep getting hits and jabs, it is going to kill you. Because you ain't yeah. got all your other stuff yet. Deal with that because as surely as you keep living, as my grandmother used to say, you're mm -hmm. something else. But here's the thing. You should have taken some constructive uh, uh, the things from what you've gone through before and say, you know, I've been, I've been, Legends. I'm going to deal with it going forward. It gives you wisdom. It gives you greater insight on how to move um, further in life. You become more wise. Don't yes. Or live a life expected not to ever be hurt again. That is not reality. 
We, that's right. <laughs> we live in a treacherous world. The enemy has it out for us. Yes, we're going to experience some hearts and bruises. But here's the thing. God is faithful and just. He's there right with us. The word says that, he, that he's near the brokenhearted. He's there to what? Bind up their wounds. So he's yes. concerned about where we're at. He's concerned about when we're hurt. He's concerned about when we're wounded. Uh, but listen, yes. I don't want you to get stuck there. Uh, because by being being stuck there denies the power that I have. Oh, come on. We're denying come. power. That's mm. what we're doing. When we remain stuck, we're saying, God, you're not big enough to fix this. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to be the mad black woman. I'm going to be the angry chick. I'm going to come in with my head cocked to the side. And when somebody says something crazy to me, I'm going to be like, but you don't understand what I've been through. And God is looking like, yes, I do. I've been here with you the whole time. What are you talking about? So by you staying in your current position, you're denying my ability to heal and fix. But the word says that by his stripes, yes. that healing is the children's bread. Come on, did all these things. But in order yes. for you to do that, I need you to forgive first so we can start your process. Let me deal with yes. God. Yes. Ooh. Teach us. That's good stuff. Me remaining stuck denies God's power and ability. He don't girl three out of you being stuck. What happens when water? I talk about it. When water becomes Ooh. concentrated in a place, water is meant to flow. We were purpose. Come on, I got goosebumps saying this. We were purpose to move progressively forward. At any point that we become stuck in an area, if we begin to stink, when water sits collected in any place for a period of time, it will begin to collect bacteria. It will become slimy. It will stink. It will not nourish and give life because water is the giver it, it gives life it nourishes everything but if it is contaminated it cannot do its job who am i talking to i don't know who i'm talking to but i gotta feel like i'm talking to somebody so at the point that you are bitter you're stuck you are going to start stinking you are going to become festered and full and polluted and toxic and everything else where you're meant to be fluid so allow god to pull you out of that place so that he can get glory out of your situation so that he can get glory out of your life he don't get no glory out of you being stuck and stinky you make people be like i don't think i want to get to know god like that because look at her look right no i'm good because if you start a type of god that will leave you there i don't want to know that that's real that is real Woo. we got to make the decision it's a choice and god is really pulling for us to get whole and well especially us as a body Mm -hmm. Not denying what we've been through, what we've experienced, the hurts, the pains, the the abuse, the 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 lied on, the cheated on, the the people being lives being taken. We don't you don't deny what you've been through. The right. thing is, is that <clears throat> it's God is looking for for those that are willing to be their best. So you don't ever have to stand behind a pulpit and preach. You never have to get up and, and, and speak anything out of your mouth. But when people know your life and they watch and they sit back and they may never say anything to you, but they will watch your life to see if God is real. Because so many people question, is Jesus real? Is God real? Is any of this really real? I mean, I hear what the Bible says and I read all that and that's cool, but what is the tangible right now? I mean, how right now not the foolishness not the games not all this other stuff but people will sit back and watch your life but when people can just say i know what she been wait a minute mm -hmm. no. if god did that for her yeah then what does that say well then wait a minute tell me how this happened with you because now you're saying now now they're looking the same well then i know god is able to do it for me you now yeah 
testimony to what God is able to do. And he needs that at this point in the earth. Yeah. Because so many earth. people are falling away and they're just simply saying, God ain't real, he don't exist. That's real. And for those Man. who sit comfortably in church and think it's different, I sit and work in a world where I hear it all the time, where so many people have fallen away. They have fallen mm -hmm. away, but they will sit and they will watch your life. They will watch it. So what greater way for God to be demonstrated for his power to be shown strong than for him to get glory out of him bringing you out of being broken, bitter, stuck, and just thinking stagnant into taking you to a greater place and allowing you to be fluid and move progressively in the way that he designed us to be. And I'm going to leave that alone because I can stay there for a whole whole lot longer i'm big no that is good this is really 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 good stuff man so last question and, and i didn't send you this question but you in the vein so i know you're gonna answer it <laughs> you in the vein so what if a person asks you how i'm tired of being stuck how do I get unstuck? How do I stop stinking? How do I become the the flow that God wants me? You know, how do I become that 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 woman of purpose or that man of purpose or that girl of purpose or that boy? How do I get from this to this? How do I get there? Like I know I gotta acknowledge, but this process, it, it, I I can't see it. So how? do i get there i know it's possible because I'm, I'm listening to you but how do i get there on your stuff <laughs> god telling me you broken bitter and you stuck don't feel good because i'm looking for god to say oh you know i'm i'm going looking for him to woo i'm looking for him to you know to to wrap his arms and he was comforting and benevolent still but I expected something different. And when I didn't get that, I'm kind of looking like, you know. <laughs> but he, he needed to show me a picture of myself. Mm -hmm. And I need you to be uncomfortable with the picture that you're looking at right now. Mm -hmm. This is not the picture of who you are. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so now mm -hmm. that I'm sitting down here and I'm looking at it, and, I'm, and this is not God's way of smudging your nose and saying, look at what you did wrong. No, I need you to look at this version of you because this is not who I created you to be. Yeah, yeah. Take some stock and ownership and some choices and decisions you made. And now I need you to get up. I need you to forgive yourself one. I need you to forgive your, the others two. And then I need you to allow me to move unequivocally through your life, through every area. Do not keep any part of yourself from me. Allow me to move and operate. And understand that the healing comes in waves. You don't get healed from everything all at the same time. Yes. Yes, say it again. If you're, yes. If you're looking for that, that doesn't happen. If they go do surgery on three organs in your body, not all three of them organs are going to heal at the same time. Each one is going to heal at its own rate of, of healing, whichever, well, for whatever reason. And that's the same thing with that. And we have to be okay with the process. Stop looking for this pretty process. I'm healing. No, I'm, I'm healing. I'm going through some things. It's ugly, you know. Come on. Yes. It's, it's ugly. Yes. You're crying. You're yes. You're snotting. You ain't got no lashes on. I don't want to be bothered today. I ain't feeling it. I'm not really feeling very benevolent today. I'm really kind of in my feelings, if you just want to know the truth. I'm mad. That's true. You know, I'm just being, I'm being honest. And I'm saying it, Carrie. Yes. But it's, it's, not, it's never farther from the truth. So to get unstuck. Uh, get up, honey. Put your big girl. I said, put your big girl drawers on. Put your big boy drawers on. You have to take some stock and ownership. Oh, this has happened to me. This is, or uh, I allowed this to go on, or whatever the situation may be. I think one of the biggest uh, things I had to own was the first marriage and allowing my ex-husband to be 
abusive and me taking care of him. That's an ugly picture. Ooh, yeah. You took care of your abuser. Girl, mm -hmm. don't do. Don't feel comfortable. Oh, no. This is not something that's fun to look at. It's ugly. Right. And it painted a deeper brokenness. It, it, it made me really look at me like, you think that little of yourself? Yeah. You take that little stock of yourself? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You better. You deserve better than that. Yeah. So that would be my, 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 my answer again is take ownership. Own your truth. I talk about it all the time. Own your truth. Whatever that truth is. If you were this little girl that was raped, if you were that little girl that was molested, this is my truth. This is what I've been through. So many people begin to bury and hide and cover it up and make it pretty and put pretty bandages on top of things and we keep it hidden. And I'm not saying you got to go blurt your issue out to the world, but between you, God, you and God, if it's the paper that you need to journal it out on, I am a 50-year-old woman. I was molested when I was five by my so-and-so. I don't know why I'm staying here because I got to feel like somebody's tuned in and maybe hasn't addressed this issue. So, mm -hmm. uh, and this and this has caused me to not trust. This has caused me uh, to not fully, uh, to feel inadequate. This has caused me to feel ugly. I have become uh, a promiscuous, whatever it looks like. Own right. It and say, but God, I, I want to be whole. I want to be, yeah. I no longer want to be the five-year-old uh, year old little girl that was molested yeah. by so-and-so. I want to yeah. be the adult version of me that shows yeah. up. Come on. Because it affects yeah. how you show up in your business. It affects yeah. how you show up in your ministry. It affects how you show up on your job and your career. And don't get me wrong, you can have people, you can have all the degrees you can in the world. It does not mean that you don't have issues or problems that you haven't dealt with. It has nothing to do with educational level. It has nothing to do with your, your pocketbook. It doesn't. But it does show, it does affect how you show up in the standard. It shows how yes. you deal and how you handle people. Because a lot of times when we've been hurt or when we are in a place of unforgiveness, we tend to treat people the way we've been treated. Unknown. Yes. Because we'll put a space between folks and the men like, oh, you stay on there. I don't know what you, I don't know what your intentions are. So you so I figure that out. You gonna you're gonna stay where you at. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's hurt. That's yeah. That's hurt talking. It's hurt talking. I like what you said that the process is not pretty and it's uncomfortable, but stick with it. Stick with it with it. I'm so glad you said I was talking to my husband the other day. I said, you know what? I said, we talk about transition, but transition is not pretty. <laughs> we, we like the other side of it. We always want smooth transitions. Like, we just wanted to just, just smoothly go over. And not that we don't serve a God that, 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 that can't make transitions smooth, but the reality is when you're reading the Bible, anytime there's a transfer of power, anytime there's a, a look at, I, I'll go to David and Saul. One king was rejected, the other one was was anointed. Was that look at the process? No. When Israel, when Israel left out of Egypt uh, and, and was transitioning out of Egypt and going and, and on their way to the promised land, that wasn't a smooth transition. When they looked out of the wilderness and transitioned into promise, it wasn't a smooth process. In fact, they went to war. It was war that came with that. So you, better, you say, I want to be healed, baby. Get ready for the warfare because the enemy wants to keep his hold. Listen, let me go here real quick. And I, I, I can see my husband over here. I love you, baby. Stay, stay patient with me. Um, <laughs> as long as you remain in unforgiveness, it gives the enemy room to operate and, and move in your life. It gives him a legal hold. The, 
we impede God's hand. I want you to understand how the enemy works. The enemy has to have a legal right to do anything. And oftentimes it is the sin that is the open door. Unforgiveness being one of the ones we overlook. We'll stop lying. We'll stop cussing. We'll stop drinking. We'll stop smoking. We'll stop stealing. But we will not deal with the unforgiveness. But that is the one legal stance that he has with God. She's still holding on to that. So I got the right to operate and bring havoc and chaos. I got the right to keep halting her and making her hit glass. I have the right to bring all these things into her life. Why? Because you got so much unforgiveness and it's, it's guilt. He has a right. But when you sit and say no more, then God, then Jesus can stand up and say, no, no, you don't have a right. Yeah. She just, she just fell out of agreement with you. Come on. Yes. Real deep with you. We allow yes. gives room for him to, he has a right. And you got to know he's cunning. He's crafty. He knows how he's going to make his stance. He, as much as God said, I want to intercede, but you won't let that thing go yet. I can't make intercession for you and you holding on to it. He, 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 he's, he's arguing on the legal. He understands his, he understands what he's able to do and not do. He understands spiritual law and spiritual principle. And a lot of times we as Christians, we miss that. So we want to be like, okay, I'll let all that other stuff go, but you have to give me a minute on this. No, but the enemy is wreaking havoc in your life. He's kicking your tail. Now you get up and you want to put him in check. You let, forgive so you can, you can kick him out. Y'all didn't put the enemy out your house tonight. He operating mm -hmm. through your children, rebellion. He's operating mm -hmm. through in your finances. He got the right to come in and, and put in seeds of poverty or lack or all of these other things, mental uh, illness, depression. Why? Because I got a legal hold. She is an unforgiveness. I don't, I can't, you can't make me go nowhere because you ain't dealt with that yet. He know that. We just sit in and think it's different. We sit there. Wow. Now, it can't get no real than that. I'll, I'll leave it as such. Let's <laughs> That is good. Drop the mic at the stage now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Cece, sis, you have fed our spirits tonight. The things that you, the way that God has given you to articulate unforgiveness, man, this is good. This is so good. Unforgiveness, what I just wrote is unforgiveness is an agreement with the enemy. It is. What? Like, when you put this stuff in proper perspective, it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to agree with him. Let me get in this closet and get my whole life together. Because yeah, you just basically just open the door and say, come on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take take, take the TV. Uh, take all that. Yeah, take my kids with you. Uh, take my, take take everything. Take all the opportunities. Block and hinder. Do whatever it is that you want to do. You have the right to. All because. Because I want to hold on to this. See? Woo, that's good stuff. Thank you for helping us to see it from that perspective. Because ain't nobody finna sit up here and want to be like, I, I'm in agreement with the enemy. No, let me get this together. Yeah, sure. Self-destruction, no. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we already have enough warfare as it is as believers. Why would I willingly place myself at the very front of it, of this battle, in unforgiveness? I'm putting myself at the front with unforgiveness. I'm putting myself at the front. That's like asking him, come on in. Here I am. Take your best shot. I ain't got not nail piece of arm on. You just want to get me. You basically just forfeited everything I gave you. Just You just gave it up by forfeiting. Yes. Gave him a legal right to. Yes. That is good. Girl. He basically imminent don't matter you and just came in and just took your stuff and you ain't did nothing. You watched and we're expecting for him to come in these big ways, but it's little stuff like that, that unforgiveness. The little, what they say, little foxes? 
It's a little bitty things. L little foxes. Little bitty things. Little bitty things. He's cunning and crazy. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that he is. That he is. But on tonight, we come out of agreement with him. And on tonight, I fall out of agreement. Like you said, no, no, no. We agree with our creator. We agree with the one who made us. That's who we agree with. And Lord, walk with me on my journey of forgiveness. As long as I am willing to do the work, you're going to meet me there. And you're going to take me where I can't go. All I said was, yes, help me. That's all you needed me to do. And to do the work when the thoughts try to come, let me snatch that thought. No, I command that thought to obey Christ. I forgive this person because God forgave him. He forgave me. I can't hold it against them. Now, Lord, help me to live as though I forgive them. That's right. That's right. Ooh, That's what freedom is. Who's this? Mm. Oh, this was so good. Y'all see oh, smiling gosh, now. This was so good. I knew I knew it. Oh, Ugly. It was ugly. It was real ugly. It was ugly. I got my lashes on. We we cute yeah. right now, but it, it's it's and it's still a journey. God is still yet dealing with some areas in my life. Um, a lot of, and a lot of go back to childhood. Childhood is such, you know. I, I want to do a whole series on that. The child, our children are so. Um, we really have to be guarded and very prayerful and discerning. Of and I under and I understand that now more than ever in any stage of my life of what happens in childhood because those are things that carry us through the rest of our life. If we experience hurts and traumas and Absolutely. dealt with, they will grow up and give full fruit in our life. And you'll be like, wait a minute, what happened Ooh. to that child? Baby, exhibited that when she was five. Where was you out? Nobody was paying attention. So the prayer for even as parents is to have discerning eyes and discerning ears when it comes to our children and so yeah. we should allow around them, what we see, behaviors, things like that, because there's something that's going on in their psyche that, that is eventually going to yield some fruit later on, and it ain't going to be good fruit. We got to be able to see it young. Right. Right. That's it. Whew. Sis, I thank you for lighting our souls on fire tonight. This was some good stuff. Thank you. It was some good stuff. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for even walking us through your journey and even letting us know you're still on the journey. Oh. And it's okay. You still anointed, still, but you're still on the journey. We are on and it's the road greater. Okay. And greater means starting back at zero, but that's okay. It's all good. Zero is good. And I'm in a living in a in a season of restoration. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. I am. I am. And I'm gonna get a chance to tell it in the, in the Amen. So. I feel you. Okay. I feel you on that. I'm excited. Um, for your new book coming out, I'm just man. Even I come when I come to get my hair pressed, y'all. It's the only person I let straighten my hair. I don't straighten. It is what it is. She's the only person I let straighten my hair. That was she asked for. <laughs> but even <laughs> even our conversations, seeing here, I'm just man. I needed this. I I, I needed this. This was really good. If you could, um, thank you again for uh, teaching, feeding, encouraging us tonight. If you would close us out in prayer, um, however God leads you, what's on the line, um, whatever you feel, just, just cover us. And um, as we make the decision to release that stuff and come out of agreement with the wrong one and come into agreement with the right one, Absolutely. just pray for us tonight. Before we go into prayer, I just want to say out of my prayers that God would, for you, 
that God will continue to amplify your voice even greater as a woman of God, as you minister and work with the women of God, uh, that God will make your voice louder and greater uh, in the earth realm, doing, especially during such critical times as this, when people are searching for their identity, um, when they're looking uh, for the right steps to, to take, that your voice will be the voice that will become amplified, that they will begin, that you will, you will continue to lead the way that God is instructed for you to lead. Uh, uh, so let me say that. I'm going to put that to the wind. I see greater platforms coming for you, and I'm standing in agreement for you and your husband uh, as well, okay? Um, so I'm going to take us to uh, take mm -hmm. prayer tonight. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give your name, praise, glory, and honor, God. We thank you for the success already established for this day, oh God. Father God, um, we come now asking for forgiveness of sin. We're asking for forgiveness uh, 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 for anything we said during our act of God. And Father God, begin to expose to us the hidden things in our heart, God, the things that we are carrying, uh, that we have maybe even fallen deaf to or forgotten about or just completely unaware of, God. The unforgiveness, the matters of the heart that lie on the heart, uh, God, I ask that you will begin to expose them to us, God. That God is where on our bed at night, God, as we're riding in our cars in the morning, God, as we're up in the, in the shower and we're in the bathroom, whether we're in the kitchen, God, that you will begin to deal with us with areas in our lives, God, that are in need of healing, that we're in need of, of, of forgiving and letting things go, God, so that you may get glory, that you may get honor uh, out of our lives and out of our story, God, in the name of Jesus. And we fall out of agreement with the enemy on tonight. We fall out of agreement with unforgiveness tonight. Uh, and we come into agreement with your will and your way, oh God. Teach us how to forgive, God. Uh, teach us how to move according to your will and your way, God, uh, so that we may be strengthened, God, that we may be healed and we may be strengthened in the name of Jesus, God. Uh, be with that, that woman on oh, tonight, God, that is experienced childhood traumas, God, as it relates to rape or molestation, God. God, that you will begin to let her know it is not her fault, uh, that she didn't do anything wrong, that there's nothing wrong with her, God. And Father God, even if she's a full grown 50, 60, 40, 30, whatever her age may be, God, God, that you will begin an era of healing like none other, God. And God, that she will be able to be impactful, that at once she goes through this part of healing, God, she will be able to be impactful uh, in ways that she never thought she would be able to be impactful for it. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God. Uh, we thank you. We thank you, God. Even as we're going into the yeah. holiday weekend, God, uh, that we begin to deal with uh, unforgiveness in family, uh, dealing with family issues, God, that we'll be able to forgive those that have done wrong. Yeah. Even if they for ask us for forgiveness or not, even if they acknowledge what they did was wrong or not, God, teach us how to forgive the way that you want us to, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God. And Father, God, strengthen us on your people, God, as we move and go to and from it and in and out, God. Uh, keep us safe from danger, seen and unseen. God, and hold back the accident and incident demon in the name of Jesus, I pray, God. Cover us with your blood, oh God. Uh, heal us and we will be made whole, God. Uh, we thank you, God, and we give your name, praise, glory, and honor. And God, I ask you to agree, increase to Tiffany and her house, God, and her household on tonight, oh God, that you will bring increase to her husband, oh God, that you will increase their platform, God, that you will amplify her voice and will make it greater and stronger, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. We give your name, praise. We give your name, glory, and we give your name, honor. And we count it done. It is in your Christ Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen and thank God. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Amen and thank Can I share my new Ooh. before we get off here quickly? Um, I'm, we're, yes, I think please. We're launching a network 
called the Empower Her Network. Um, we are still putting the framework of these things together. I'm having the opportunity to partner with Minister Kimberly Ann Howard. Um, she uh, is a woman in a businesswoman in the marketplace, and we wanted a, a network of women that were kingdom women that are, that that we are looking to empower, encourage, equip, uh, educate, and help evolve into being the greatest version of themselves, both in the marketplace, in their workplace, in their ministries, in their lives. Period. So we. We are excited to launch the Empower Her Network. If you are looking to be a part of it, I'm asking, mm -hmm. the first step is we're asking for you to text the word Empower Her, all one word, uh, to 74121. Again, uh, Empower Her to 74121. It's on my page as well. And you will be a put into our text alerts. And as we start getting our platforms, our Facebook, our Clubhouse, um, and also doing our live vision board event that's coming january the 16th we're doing envision 2022 um and we we want to want to invite you guys to come out and be a part and join the network the network is free for you to join this is not a fee um but we want you guys to sign up to be a part of the network uh and 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 get connected and stay tuned for greater is coming in 2022 empower her yeah tell, tell us Reggie, uh, drop drop it down in the comments. Drop it down. Even commenting on no, not We we get on the job. He's typing it in now, so he's gonna drop it in the comments. So <laughs> you guys can feel free. I don't know yeah. if I can friend anybody else, but you are always able to follow. Um, join the I Am Victory group. Um, just talk about all that. But the Empower Her Network. Yes, seven four one two one empower her that's the word you want to text all right thank you tiffany i appreciate this opportunity in this platform yes god bless you god be I'll get connected get connected we want you yes we do i love you Tiff. okay yes i'm connected yeah y'all get connected because i'm already connected <laughs> well, I, mean, I am already keep, connected keeps up with everything so, so don't connected. be me up because i didn't know it's all one word reggie empower her one word um empower her is one word text it and we're good so i'm excited <laughs> and i am victory page uh every group, monday morning group, group, sis group. dropping stuff hot off the yeah monday mo motivating my group prayer. group okay group it's, it's a blue background. We got more content coming, more content coming. I don't want to drop too much because people are going to be like, wait a minute, what else she got going on again? <laughs> so just stay tuned, but definitely come become a part of the, uh, I, <laughs> just a great way to just get some encouragement, to get some some word, to get some inspiration. If you're having a moment at that job and somebody done got on your nerves, wait a minute, let me find me, give me something to hold on to to get through the rest of the day. <laughs> so that's what that victory right. is to give you victory <laughs> of your life, literally. So, absolutely, thank you. absolutely. But sis, thank you again. Oh, we're going to. Have, oh, yeah, we're going to definitely have you back on again. Oh, honey, I'll talk to you offline. Okay. I got some topics for next season. Oh, yeah, we'll connect. Thank you. We'll connect. <laughs> but y'all, make sure y'all tune in. All right, sis, I love you. Good night. Good night. I don't know how to come out. I don't want you.